will you give me some money? I'm just a little girl. Uh, something like that. I don't know. <laughs> okay. okay. So, uh, how, how are okay. You should know me. I'm very known on the internet. Yeah, very known on the internet. Okay, so um, today we have here in the studio. <laughs> you want to call this a studio? Yeah, you can call this a studio. Wow, it's super fancy. Okay, it's Sarah Coldheart. Yes, Yay. hello everyone. Or you can call me also seriously Sarah on different forms of the internet. Yes, uh, you have a presence on um, basically every social media platform, I think. Yes, but I am mostly on Twitter. The rest, I would just heck care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, at Sarah Coldheart on Twitter. I'll put that link in the show note. Right, okay. So, Sarah, you are the second person who's been here in this room. Oh, um, okay. That's wonderful. Yes, it's a beautiful studio. For those who have not seen the studio, wow, it's like like a four-story uh, studio that's super professional. There's speakers everywhere. There's Pokemons and, and whatnot. Yes. <laughs> Unfortunately, I can only afford one set of monitoring headphones. <laughs> yeah, okay, but... Right, yeah, thanks for coming on today to the show. I don't know if we've been talking about you trying to come and do an episode and then uh, we uh, we agreed that uh, this is a topic that we should, uh, we, we wanted to talk about for a while. And uh, and let me just start by talking about uh, this GIF, GIF, GIF. GIF, I like to say GIF with a soft G. Soft G, right. So GIF of you um, saying three very powerful words. Don't yes. be scammed. Do you consider it three or four? I don't know. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, the the, the layout of the, the GIF uh, puts it at three. So okay, don't be scammed, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, why did you make that GIF that we've all been constantly reposting every time we see, uh, you know, scam news on the news? Well. Just precisely because of that, there's always a scam. So people need to remember, don't be scammed. You might be so trusting. Is it real? No, it's not. So don't be scammed. Mm, yeah. So, and especially during, you know, the last two years of lockdown and staying at home and things like that, right? Mm -hmm. I believe um, Singapore Police first reported about maybe about 3,000 incidents like per year or something like that. Yes. And then before COVID, it was maybe like 400, 500 per year. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> because scammers got a hustle. Everyone's indoor. They're all stuck, but they are all on the internet buying merchandise and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's we're, we're all, um, you know, working from home or living our entire lives from home and things like that, right? So seems like we were more vulnerable to, uh, to ex all these attacks. Yes, scam, scam yes. Attacks, like, mm. pretty much because they can be quite sophisticated. Mm, mm, mm. And you know, even the easiest one before the pandemic, I've seen it a lot. It happens with a lot of my freelancer colleagues. Mm -hmm. uh, I work with a lot of talent, if you guys don't know. Mm -hmm. And these talents are pretty popular to the well, the audience, mm. and we work with them, like like makeup artists, mm. uh, cameramen and whatnot. And the most scammiest thing is that some scammers go and 
take out the pictures from Facebook and right. pretend to be your friend. Mm-mm-mm. And they don't really actually have the Facebook profile. They only have it in Messenger. It's it's interesting. But they are faking to be you. And they will talk to you like, hey, help me. I need some money. And you know what? It really does happen in real life that uh, all these colleagues or whatever do sometimes need assistance in money. But Mm-mm-mm. that's where it gets tricky. Yeah. So, so when they steal the the profile pictures, right? Like, are these two people already friends, or is it just like the they just steal like some very famous person's picture? Uh, no, they steal uh your friend's photos. So mm-hmm. you gotta know is your friend really your friend? <laughs> right, right. Yes. Why did my friend suddenly create a new messenger account and then like is yes. messaging me there instead of on WhatsApp or Telegram or? phone call or in real life right yes you you could be a boomer where your friends are really just connecting with you on facebook so that's why it can get pretty confusing and you need two-factor uh well identification on your own facebook so or instagram too so that it doesn't get stolen Mm -mm, yeah so i guess that's why you know platforms have been asking um, you know, even much to our annoyance, like, hey, is this your actual phone number? Please verify. Yes. And so there's like a real reason for that, right? And mm-hmm. mm, yeah, and I think on our own end, you know, one very important thing is, um, you know, our own kind of two-factor authentication. <laughs> like, call your friends, like, you know, message them elsewhere and say, hey, do you, do you message me? Yes. I think that's one very basic thing, but we'll talk about that like a, a bit more. Mm-hmm. So... You know, more scams, uh, getting attacked. Uh, and I think, um, you know, some of us are uh, quite uh, alert. So we uh, can be, uh, you know, um, you know, can kind of brush off the attacks more easily. And uh, so, like, what are some examples of, like, scams that, uh, attempted scams that you faced? Attempted scams that I face, well, I don't know why they're so hardworking, but they always like to call me on my phone, either on the WhatsApp or the actual phone number, and you will know it's a scam because nowadays it has the plus six five. Mm. Not yeah. plus six nine, but yeah, six yes. five for Singapore. Yeah. Yes. Mm. That has been quite useful actually mm. to see there's a plus six five to know that it's not actually from Singapore, it's just spoofing that it's a Singapore number. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's gone to the point where, I mean, even I don't pick up any phone calls anymore. Like, if you're not in my contacts, right, like, I'm not picking up that phone call. <laughs> okay, okay. maybe if I see, like, um, without the plus suffix and it's a six something something, so I think, yeah. like, maybe it's the bank or something, right? Mm-hmm. Other than that, it's like, no, no, I just don't pick up any phone calls <laughs> anymore. It's like, millennial, Gen Z thing to I do. I know, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, sometimes, well, I do actually have some uh, packages coming in, mm. uh, but they don't have a plus six five. So I'm like, okay, who is this person? Let right. them talk first, and then I will reply. Mm, yeah, and uh, I always wondered because uh, sometimes, um, so right-hitting apps, the, the call will route through your app. Yes. Right, right. But then if it's like third-party delivery apps where they just have your phone number and then maybe they can't be asked to like call through the app, right? And then, <laughs> yeah. and then they just call and then there's a masking, a phone number masking system that they are using to really? protect themselves, right? So it ends up being a plus six five anyway. Mm. And, then, and then you won't be able to pick out a call because yeah. like, hey, scammer. <laughs> well, sometimes they just WhatsApp a picture of the package. So I'm like, ah, yes, it's just a package delivery. If you don't call me or message me after that, then too bad. Mm, yeah, I, I I think the WhatsApp photo at the door of package at the door seems to be the most optimal way 
Yes. Yeah. Uh, I always say like, uh, like thank you so much have a nice day <laughs> and then I, I think they don't expect it because they're like okay yeah yeah but it's always nice to be polite to the delivery people I know sometimes they come in uh, quite regularly if you buy a lot of items now and then it's the same person mm. yeah okay so we talked about um, that whole stealing profile picture thing um, yeah that's like one form of scam and this uh, i mean seeing profile pictures is something that we'll talk about a bit later when we get to the other scams mm-hmm. so okay uh, i have a tiny list here uh, i think i sent yes you um you know the, the types of scams that have kind of uh, emerged over the last yes. two and years it's annoying mm-hmm. do you know most of them just say it in chinese mm. mandarin specifically mm-hmm. and i can't understand it <laughs> and that's why i know it's a scam come on be multi-language or something but mm. yeah yeah but interestingly finally they did have an english version where they say please click one for for mandarin Please click two for English. So I don't know if they actually have uh, English-speaking scammers now. Maybe, you know, they have like uh, like two English speakers in the office and then it's like, oh shit, they hit two. Like, uh, you got to come in. You got to come in and speak to, to this person. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it's kind of true. Um, you know, like one of the best defenses to scams is not knowing the language of the scam. Indeed. And it's happening in, yeah. Um, I, I guess this scam... Officers. Mm-hmm. I mean, these are com- uh, basically tiny companies, right? Uh, multi yes. m- multi member operations. Uh, <laughs> they they operate with this, you know, expectation that certain percentage of people will get scammed, and m- maybe most won't. Yeah, yeah, it's a probability for them. I don't know. Is it easier for them to scam people than get an actual working job? I will never know about that. Uh, yeah, I mean. If you think about the amount of money you can scam, it could be maybe a month's salary or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. And, and the the cost of the sc- to actually scam someone is time, mostly time. Uh, so like you don't really have to put out a lot of money to scam. Yeah, but some of the scammers are like love scams, and how much time do they have to flirt with the other person? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> let's let's talk about um two types of scams. I think these are really related. So um, I, I wrote here dating app crypto scam. <laughs> so so, so it, it's a very specific subset of scams that have come out in COVID, right? And yes. So typically they target uh women. Mm-hmm. So uh, not sure if you've ever be- been or have been on Tinder recently, but um, so like maybe like thirty percent of like the male profiles are, you know, uh, written in Mandarin Chinese, okay. and then they're like, yeah, please add me on like WeChat or whatever, and then and it's some stolen profile picture of some <laughs> uh, Chinese uh influen- male influencer uh-huh. or something like that, right? And then they they talk to you, and then eventually they they try to build a relationship with you so they can ask you to buy into this crypto I uh, see crypto platform yeah a crypto platform yeah 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 okay that's interesting on the other side since I don't know the Tinder with the the fake Chinese profiles on mm-hmm. the other side did you know in the Malay side there's a lot of fake pilots fake for, pilots wow. yeah fake yeah. pilots for some reason they are all like God fearing pilots who who love life and God and yet somehow they chose you to choose your Instagram friend like I would like you to be my Instagram friend 
for some reason. <laughs> oh, wow, okay. So so they message you and it's an actual picture of an actual pilot. And yes. Yeah. Uh, okay, interesting thing. If you ever go uh, have all these bots, well, I call them bots. I know they're not real. You try to have a little fun by reverse searching all their pictures and mm. you'll find out the real people. And they are real pilots and everything. And it's much more fun to figure out who the actual person is instead of the scammers. Because, hey, why are the scammers picking out all these people to use as their faces? And the bots are all using the same person. So, yeah, duh, can't mm. you use a different person? <laughs> makes you wonder, like, are they picking um, this person's photo because, like, it's really nice? Or is there, like, some sort of, you know, like, optimized AI algorithm is like they, they, pick, they figure yeah. out that like, like oh maybe you know this kind of picture people respond to it very well yeah that I mean, would be very interesting but then so far I see it's pleasant looking uh, you have to look rich all the fake profile pictures and the mm -hmm. subsequent pictures in the Instagram are like posted nearly on the same day which is of course suspicious and it's like showing them they are all around the world so in a sense they want to make it subconsciously know that hey this guy is rich he's so rich and he's talking to you oh my oh god oh my god is that <laughs> equivalent for women like if I'm a guy and I'm looking for like Malay women and is there uh, some sort? I Do guess you know? don't be a pilot. <laughs> don't, don't be a... Yeah, many the actual pilots are like shit. Like, <laughs> like I want to be upfront about my job and things like a very busy schedule, you know. But then it's like everyone thinks I'm a scammer. I don't think they'll talk over the Instagram like that, like like that straight. I don't think it's right, for right. like everyone is like suddenly, hey, you look so. I don't know, weird compliment. Insert that. <laughs> mm -hmm, yeah. So so I guess we are establishing now that the. Mm -hmm. The platform for which you talk to someone is very, very important, and um, the the more the more obscure the platform is relative to the cultural context, and yes. more likely it is could, could be to be a scammer. Okay, okay. So for the the China case, right? They mm. will ask you to add on like WeChat, okay, WeChat or like Line or something like that. So mm -hmm. it's like like these are not messaging apps that we use here. Yes, but but they. I mean, ethnically Chinese people around the world they use these apps mm -hmm. also. So, so yeah, and so we were talking about how long it takes to actually build up the scam uh, ah, situation, yes, yes. right? Yeah. So in the another variant of the scam is called what they call the pig butchering, uh, yeah, scam, which is in Chinese it's, it's pronounced sa zu pan. Okay. Yeah. So it's the idea is that uh, they they are basically raising a pig up for the slaughter. Ah. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. I watched a, a YouTube video uh, about it, like some Chinese Canadian girl, she was explaining about how it works, right? And mm -hmm. so, so the process can take months, like months really, like, yeah. like you're actually talking to someone and then they, they get to know you and then they they really do a lot of homework, you know? So like, for example, like um, uh, you, um, okay, so, so example, you're in Singapore, right? And then they somehow figure out that you live in Bishan or something mm -hmm. like that. And then they say, oh, I love to, you know, uh, eat at the, like, the Bishan, don't know what, uh, uh -huh. coffee shop or something like that. Yes, yes. So, so they actually do a lot of homework wow. with that. Yeah. But do they do enough homework to know how much you have? Is that why we are not scammed that much because we don't have that much money? <laughs> <laughs> so I think that uh, there are some tells. So maybe on the dating app, it, you can indicate that uh, you have gone to university. 
mm-hmm. and things like that. So, and uh, I think I was re- browsing through an article. They tend to target a lot of uh, I think university graduates. I I don't know why. If is it, I'm not sure if it's a psychological thing or it's a financial thing. It so could, that could be, be a, a, a financial thing. Interesting. So maybe we should just say that we are all primary school graduates and nothing more. Primary school graduates. There's that annoying um, trope of people who put, you know, under the education, they, they put like, what, the university of life or something uh. like that. <laughs> when they, they, they want to be very vague. But I, I guess no harm putting like, you know, your... JC or your poly or something like that, right? Yeah, yeah, I guess it's okay. But in a sense, if you do know a person's polytechnic or JC, technically, if you are smart enough, you can try figure out what year they graduated in and you can check out their yearbook or something like that. But I don't know if it'll be helpful to scammers like that. Mm, yeah, <laughs> which sucks, right? Because you are trying to be, we are all trying to be upfront and like uh, trying to be vulnerable and let the person learn about you and and then uh, you learn about the other person but then who knew that who knows that there's actually a scam and then they're just trying to eventually get you to buy into this crypto platform or transfer them <laughs> a lot of money and things like that and i guess maybe we should ask ourselves what is the you know the emotional or psychological barrier that makes you want to transfer money to someone yeah why would you want to transfer money to the other person who lives so far away and you don't get actual proof i know in a way it's in a way faith in love but is love that powerful (laughs) (laughs) i haven't even transferred more than like 30 dollars to my brother (laughs) before you know it's like uh, yeah i I, I don't know if you have this, but like, I have this very, very um, strong anxiety when it comes to transferring money. It's like, oh my, oh my God, what if it doesn't get through? Yeah, like, oh my yeah. God, what if I lose the money? And yes. so, so when I read about stories where people are transferring like um, several thousand dollars to this person and then the other person, you know, in an elaborate plot, they will transfer some money back. And then, and then yes. so that in the future, the, the woman will transfer more money back to them. It's like tens of thousands of dollars moving at that. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah, is- but it's like, why would you want to transfer money? Okay, in, in Hello Everyone, for my perfect, well, my six billion girlfriends and boyfriends, they would be budget um, or rather financially stable. I wouldn't lend them money. They wouldn't lend me money that much. We would have our own sense of balance or mm. if we want to lend each other money it better be face to face and then we can do digitally so that we know it is a secure platform yeah maybe so it would be a good idea if your friend wants to borrow money to um, meet up with them you don't have to like hand them like you know an envelope <laughs> of cash or whatever <laughs> no. but like um, maybe as a way for you to just uh, understand their situation better like talk make sure that they are okay I mean they're your yes, friend right yes yeah, and, and and it's not like they are also getting scammed or anything like that I think another rule of thumb when it comes to these kind of uh, remote scams is uh, meet the person first yes uh, it reminds me something that happened in secondary school mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, 
in Boomer Talk, it was the verge of when internet dating appeared oh, <laughs> during okay. secondary school. Uh, and IRC. you see, yes, yes, it was IRC. Okay, it's not me, but it was someone in my uh, military band. Mm-hmm. We were all in the same CCA. The thing is that they were going to meet someone uh, in a nearby block to our school. Right. And the thing is, the good thing is, our friend did tell all our other friends. So, uh, in a way, we all held a stakeout. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, yeah. So to know the real person and whatnot, we were just uh, standing around behind trees or like casually sitting at the playground and whatnot. They could have their own meeting, but at least we know it's a real person and there's like nothing unsafe to it. If anything, your friends are always there surrounding you. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah, and that's a really good point. <laughs> this sounds like a thing that secondary school kids would do. Like that. Yes, half, the, half the class just shows it. up. Yeah, yes, right, yes. Right. But it's really something that people should remember. Get your real friends. You don't have to get your whole classroom into it. Yeah. But you should at least have like maybe two or three friends somewhere yeah, close so, by. So if you are a secondary school student, JC student, poly <laughs> student, like, you know, if you are going on a date with someone, I, I think th- yeah. this makes sense even now. Like, you know, tell your friends where you're going or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Me in a public place. Yes, public Public place is yeah, good. Public place, yeah. Me in the afternoon. Uh, don't get drinks on the first date. Not a good <laughs> idea. Especially not if you're 13, 14 years old. <laughs> especially that. You can have bubble tea. You can you have like. bubble tea, yeah. And then you can, uh, yeah, you get a caffeine high uh, together <laughs> if you're date. <clears throat> right? Yeah, the I guess they're, the scammers have figured out something about, uh, you know, being able to connect with someone despite the fact that, you know, yeah. you haven't actually met and uh, yes. certain things to say. They could make money teaching people how to do that to like, you know, date people instead of scamming them. Scam. I, I mean, I'm sure these are techniques that different people use when they are doing sales or something like that, right? So like, yeah. it could be sales at, um, you know, electronic store, could be sales for insurance. And mm-hmm. There are certain things that, there are buttons you review and then they know how to push <laughs> the buttons. Right? Yes. Mm. But at least in a more legitimate way. Yeah, in a more legitimate way. And and uh, people are lonely. People want to have someone to talk to. Yeah. yeah. Go IRC back to IRC people. <laughs> it, 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 and it's crazy, but also sad that imagine um one of the first few people who might connect with you, so-called connect with you yeah. on an emotional level is a scammer. Yes. Like someone who's done the homework and everything. Yeah, that's the most unfortunate thing because if you see the rates of people being scammed, it's Mm. really people who are solitary and that people don't really reach out to them. And it's not as if like your friends or their friends can reach out to them because they don't know either. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I I even think that uh, I saw a post on Reddit or something, like one of the Singapore subreddits and this girl was talking about how her family has been very abusive to her. Mm. I mean, according to her. And then uh, she wants to run away with her partner. Mm-hmm. And her partner is, is American. And ah. they, they've, they've not met before. And then... Uh, okay. Yeah. And so a lot of the advice on the thread was like, um, if you're going to run away to America for this person, like make sure this person comes to Singapore first. Yes, yeah. yes. But even then, it's still a bit unsafe, right? It could be some sort of elaborate human trafficking thing. It could be. It mm. could be. It's always dangerous and then oh no there's always that little one chance where oh he or she is the one mm-hmm. yeah pretty much and I, I suppose that you know men don't really have to worry about such things as much as women 
Well, we are always cautious. Mm. Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. Cautious. Yeah. And, and so, okay. So, moral of the story, meet the date in a public area where everyone can see you, the public can see you, your friends know where you are. Yeah. Your friends know what time you're going to end. Yes. That would be less scams that way. Scams that way, yeah. yeah. Don't, don't give money on the first day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't give money on the first day. You can buy the coffee, I think. I'm, I'm sure that's fine, but like, Yes. Yeah, not... Um, yeah, don't, don't don't be too eager to show that you can pay for stuff. Like, yeah, I yeah, don't show away your like like your keychains of I don't know your your car keys and whatnot to show that hey, I'm so rich. Mm, okay, so okay, let let's move on to um the next uh scam, which is probably the biggest in terms of like scam amount, mm. and th- that is the China government official scam. <laughs> China government <laughs> official scams. Right. Does it really work? I know it works mostly for uh, elderly uh, Chinese aunties. I mean, that's what I saw in Crime Watch. <laughs> <laughs> Was that an episode? Uh, I, yeah. I, should, I should definitely go watch that. Yeah, Crime Watch is showing a lot of scams happening. It's it's like a sub episode thing. Every time there's a scam, and it's mostly uh, targeting elderly women. Mm-hmm. I I know that uh, they target uh, some Chinese citizens that live in Singapore. Yep. Mm. So, like for example, even students or things mm-hmm. like that, and uh, so so the idea is that you know they call you and then they say that you have been uh uh impl- in, implicated in some money laundering scheme, like and, and yes, like, yes, uh, trans you need to transfer some money to so we can verify that it's not like laundered or something like that, right? And then, yeah. And so so then I guess the question here is like, what puts these people in a panic? To think that, oh no, I better prove that my money is not laundered. Maybe it's because of their own governments. But mm. would you panic if uh, the Singapore government tells you something like this? Mm. And, and I, yeah, so there, there have been some like um, fake like uh, IRAS tax authority mes- mm-hmm. SMSs, right, which is a different format, but the idea is the same. Like yeah. They impersonate the authority and then they or police and then they ask you to transfer money to a yeah, yeah. certain situation, right? So uh the the idea I had was to like if if anything is important enough, right? Someone will knock at my door and come and tell me. Yeah, it's true. I think it's a difference of culture. Like mm. you can see the different ages of people and the government how they reacted to the people back then. Mm. So for people like us nowadays, I think we are more used to getting SMSs, but with those SMSs, sometimes we get it in letter form, mm. which is a real one. And if it's really, really important, then yes, the person will come by. Yeah, yeah. So hard, co- hard copy letters is yeah. the the ideal situation for which you want to be in mm-hmm. form of like a, I don't know a fine or crime related thing, right? Yes. Yeah. Although for real crime related things, I know people have been getting calls or rather the authorities do call yeah. and then their problem is people think they are scammers too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, hi, I'm calling from the, um, you know, the subordinate courts. I'm like, who is this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and they are real, but then other people think they are fake, but then they have to give their actual uh, phone number so that people can actually call and Google and that's how you know they are real. <laughs> mm, yeah. <laughs> but it's so risky to even give out uh, your phone number and, and things like that, right? Um, I, I think that, um, okay, I was at this, um, I think, tech 
not tech conference, but okay, some business conference mm-hmm. um, four years ago and uh, some cybersecurity company was advertising their services, right? And so they picked two people out of the audience. There are two guys, okay? One called Gavin, one called Michael. Let, okay. Let's just call him that. And then they asked for their names mm-hmm. and then uh, where they worked, where, who, who they worked for. And okay. And they continued talking, right? So just like Gavin and Michael just sharing about what they were doing and things like that. Uh-huh. And then like one minute later, right? Michael gets a phone call from Gavin. <laughs> wow. From Gavin. And then uh-huh. he picks up and then it's like uh, in some automated voice message or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. So so the idea is like just by, um, you know, someone hearing what you, where you work and for and yes. what your name is, right? They can spoof an entire call to your phone. Yeah. That was terrifying to me. Well, yeah, it's a possibility. It's terrifying, but I know it is a possibility. That's why you don't say everything on the internet or to large audiences. Like, is my name really my name? Hmm. Mm, yeah. <laughs> so, so it's good to keep a low profile. I mean, okay, so even if you were a Chinese citizen living in another country like Singapore and yeah. things like that, like, yeah, having your phone number out there uh, it's yeah, it's it's, it's scary. Be, you be shouldn't put your phone number out there, even for like if you're selling on Carousel, eBay. Uh, it used to be eBay uh, mm-hmm. and Yahoo bidding. If if people even remember that <laughs> it happened in Singapore, mm. yeah. So I guess just don't put your phone numbers out there unless it's a spare phone number. Mm, yeah, and uh, there have been recycled phone numbers. I don't know if you've ever encountered that situation. Oh yes, there is. Yeah, I yeah. like to save the number uh-huh. and check it out on WhatsApp to see who they are. Sometimes you can do that. Oh, <laughs> I yeah. know this is creepy, but it's when people uh, miscall me, I try to figure out who they are before I call them back because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I get scared. Yeah, my gosh. Like You get SMSs saying, Hi, landlord, uh, do, do you want to rent? out your room or oh, yes, yes. Yeah, prop links or whatever yeah, so, so the idea is like that you know all these scam officers can just target you and then okay maybe they don't even know that you're a Chinese citizen but then they just keep speaking in Mandarin yeah. until they hit something right yes and then they, they scam each of these people several hundreds of thousands of dollars at one shot so, so yeah. that's I'm very sorry that this happens to them, but like I'm also a bit like thankful that okay, Singaporeans are not getting scammed hundreds of thousands of dollars. They are, and it's because I know what I do watch Crime Watch. <laughs> My gosh, check out Crime Watch or me watch something like that. I don't know. Yes, Link yes. In the show note. Whatever. That's why it's also in the newspapers. Like, mm. don't be scam people. <laughs> of course, they say, uh, beware of scams. Yeah, scam. yeah, beware of scams. Mm, yeah. Let's dial it down to a bit of a small scale scam. Okay. Okay, next I have uh, over here what I call like carousel scams or group buy scams. Right. The idea is simple. It's like they say they want to sell you something and then you transfer the money and then they, they disappear. D- they disappear, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and I think teenagers do this a lot. Yeah, because they are very trustworthy people. And they really want items. Uh, they need to remember to check out the reviews, though, of the like the seller and everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's pretty common. Mm. Yeah. So someone I know, someone we both know, um, he actually tried to do a group buy of some Pokemon cards. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think it had to be imported from Japan or something. And then uh-huh. he, he was basically one of maybe like 30, 40 people who got scammed by this teenager. <sighs> and... 
And somehow they managed to find each other and they formed like a Facebook support group. And they started tracking down where the guy lived. I think yeah. maybe they got his phone number or something. I'm mm-hmm. not really, I'm really not sure. And uh, so the five or six of them uh, offered to, you know, go down on everyone's behalf to talk to the family and things like that. And then the, I'm sure the, the boy's dad was pissed when he found well, out Well, I'm very sure that happened. <laughs> oh my God. Like, imagine that your kid is running a... Uh, a Pokemon card scam. scam. And you didn't even scam like one person, you know, like, yeah. like you scam like, like 30, 30 plus people. And things uh, like for those who are listening, how much do Pokemon cards go for? I, I think it can be like a set. So like if you're buying maybe a promo set, it could be uh, $70 or $80. Then, okay. then people buy like three or four or whatever, right? Yeah. And then you times the number of people. So And that's like, it could be a few thousand for that. Especially yeah. if it's like from Japan, right? I know they have special exclusives. Mm, yeah, the the idea is that, you know, it, it's so difficult to or troublesome to ship from Japan sometimes, mm-hmm. depending on the retailer. So these people want to rely on these group buys and things like that. Yeah. But then for group buys, it's always good if you find someone who is legitimate or is recommended by your friends. Mm, yeah, yeah, exactly. Do, do you shop on Carousel a lot? Not a lot. Mm. I just buy once now and then. Although I know my friends do have what they say is Carol Hell. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, different episode. But um, yeah, yeah Carol Hell people just like you know, uh, all sorts of weird negotiations. Yeah, but. Mm. To be scammed by a carousel thing? No, not yet. Mm. Because I keep pretty safe. Because I did buy stuff from online stuff, well, before carousel. So I have those things in mind, like check the seller, is it legitimate? Mm, mm. Uh, and all those details first. Yeah, <clears throat> and uh, I always do um, you know, cash, cash on hand. Like wow. e- Even though I'm a, a pay now person. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh no, there's like pay now on meetup, right? Yes, yes, right, pay right. now on meetup. Yeah, I think that is like the best way, you know, you get to look at the item first, make sure it's fine, then it's like, okay, you can pay now me at this number. Yes, unless it's from a shop, like Mm. they actually have a shop, but they have a carousel uh, version of it. I would be okay to transfer the payment first. Yeah, if it's a a shop. But, But even then, it's like, you just want to know that the stock exists, right? Then I mean, <laughs> we're in Singapore, just spend an hour, go down to the shop. Yeah, you can do that. But it yeah. was like, okay, for the item, I specifically wanted a Pink Ranger helmet that mm-hmm. was going out. <laughs> oh my gosh, were, were people trying to buy it then? Uh. Um, it's quite limited, the specific mm. Pink Ranger helmet I wanted. So this shop, well, it does have a shop and whatnot. So o- OG, Mighty Morphin Power Ranger. Yes, it's Mighty Morphin oh, okay, Power Ranger, yeah. that kind. Um, <laughs> Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. So that's why, okay, ta-da, I have paid, it is mine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess it, it, that then that becomes a problem of like Carousel as a transactional platform. Yeah. Right? yeah because if, if it was like a proper e-commerce, Shopify or Lazada, Shopee situation, then mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, you know, I'll just pay. And then it's handled, the money is handled by a third party properly. And then, yeah. yeah. Technically, Carousel has a third party escrow thing, but no one really uses it. Yeah, I, I'm i almost embarrassed to ask like how it works. And I, I, I don't really want to ask. So I just keep doing my cash on <laughs> cash on meter because I don't know how it works. It's more like the sellers, they don't want to use the escrow because it would be linked to their account, but mm. it's still much more easier to just, you know, pay direct. Yeah, and it, it's not like people on Carousel are selling things all the time, right? Yeah, they, yeah. They, they sell it's just the once like, off. Yeah, you know, once or twice a month. Yeah, so only if you're running a business, mm-hmm. yeah, you might want to 
border with all the S-Craft stuff. Yeah, so <laughs> I guess, uh, yeah, that's a... Buyer beware. A buyer be- beware. Okay, uh, next is more of um, the method rather than the... Um, the, the idea, uh, but it's more the SMS link scans, ah, yes. right, right? And so I think a couple of months ago, uh, OCBC Bank got hit by a lot of these. Uh, oh yeah, yeah SM- SMS link uh, spoof. Do you get some? Uh, I don't have OCBC Bank, so no, I didn't get that link. I didn't either, but like, cause I used to have a credit card with them, ah. and, and then and then they spoof and send, they sent me a link. It's like I have not touched OCBC <laughs> anything for two years. Like, why are you sending me a link? Wow, that is interesting. But there is like a specific audience who go to OCBC. So they know that people have money over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it's these scammers, they send you an SMS pretending to be OCBC Bank. And then they manage to slot themselves into the contact of OCBC Bank, right? Yeah. 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 And so they're hoping people click the link. Uh, POSB also had that kind of uh, beware because apparently there was something called the Bicentennial mm. Scam. I have no idea what it is. Yeah, scam. I don't know what it is, but <laughs> on the website, <laughs> they say, please beware of the Bicentennial Scam and don't click any SMS or links about it. <laughs> right, yeah. So, uh, yeah, because of that, uh, you know, a lot of people lost uh, money. Um, not that much, but I think per person, on a per ah. person basis, it was like 50000 or something like that. So the, so the bank... You call 50000 not that much? Uh, the, the total amount was... <laughs> the, the total amount was maybe about, I think, $16 million or something okay, like that, yes, which, which to the yes. bank is not that much. So the bank could, could okay, easily pay it bank, off. Okay, to the bank, yes. Yeah, could easily pay it off. Yeah, but uh, yeah, because of that... Uh, I don't think you should click on any SMS links anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a thing where people have been writing into the newspapers with their opinions and saying maybe people shouldn't do any promotions via SMS link also. Mm, yeah, and uh, the other day I was having dinner with my dad and I was trying to help him figure out how to claim the you know the National Service 55th anniversary ah, yes, vouchers. Yes. Right? And then, and then he, he... He's not a tech-savvy person, mm-hmm. but... Uh, he would just um say, hey, next next month I just ask a scam company send the SMS to all every Singaporean, right? And then I just say that hey, to claim your voucher, click here. <laughs> Why? <laughs> the point is like how he just came up with a scam like so easily yes. and like because of the SMS proofing thing, right? Yeah, I was I was genuinely impressed. Like, yeah, it could work. Yeah, it could, it work. could work. Yeah, because like people, are, you know, people are like quite impatient. You know, it's yeah. like how can I get the you know the, the yeah? Cash? I I did check the letter out because my dad also got the letter and it is confusing to me Mm-mm-mm. how to claim those credits for him also. Mm-mm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, I, I I mean I mean I managed to figure it out in the end and uh, yeah so so the idea is like the more digital services you have to hop through right yes. the, the the more um you are exposed to an attack at every single stage yeah how yeah. to dumb proof uh processes that's the whole thing like the UI it's like people want to do everything so smart nation but in the end are we a nation of smart people? No, we're not. We're pretty dumb. <laughs> <laughs> pretty dumb, yeah. Um, I, I think there was uh, also some um, fake safe entry stickers or something. Yeah. yeah QR codes. Yes, right? yes. Fake QR codes. Don't anyhow scan QR codes. It could just lead to very weird things. Yeah. I, I... Also, don't do things that are unsolicited. So so you, you have to want to... 
uh, use a service or you have to want to, to be paying money before you go and yes, click a link or, correct. or scan stuff, right? Like, like, don't do stuff because people ask you to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't Maybe be too curious. Advice? Don't be too curious. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Don't be too curi- curious. Yeah, I guess that, that that's good, you know, like... Um, uh, ask around. I ask around. I guess. Yeah, it's, it's, it's good always to ask good friend. to ask around. It's yeah. okay. Most of these scams is because no one really asked around, or they're mm. too shy, or they're embarrassed about yeah, it. Because it, money, right? You yeah. know, it comes to people don't really want to talk about like money stuff. But okay, but come on, like NS vouchers, like come on, <laughs> like, everyone wants it. Like you don't have to be embarrassed. Like I know you want it. Like I, I'm gonna help you, right? <laughs> Why are you gonna buy like like tens of t-shirts from the? eShop is that what they call it I don't know <laughs> I don't know how NS works <laughs> this time around um, it's uh, you can top up uh, any e-wallet but um, mm-hmm. the reason why they keep it to e-wallets is because they, do, they don't want you to withdraw it as cash really yeah yeah but I could top up my U-trip and then I just like beep beep beep, beep oh okay okay away, that's, that's interesting a good fact for yeah. anyone who's listening to this <laughs> maybe they just don't want people to buy uh, 4D <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> I, I, I don't really know. Okay, S- SMS, um, SMS links. Okay, okay, and the last one I have on this list is uh, I have not a- en- encountered it, so I don't really know how it works. But uh, maybe you do. Uh, the Telegram job scams. Oh yes, Telegram job scams. Wow, I sound so excited as if I am a job seeker. <laughs> <laughs> you need to hustle. No, it is a, uh, they always give you an SMS, or rather not as SMS, they talk to you on Telegram and then they try to move the conversation to WhatsApp for some reason. Okay, uh, that sounds a bit unnecessary, but okay, go on. Okay, yeah, then I, they move I don't to know WhatsApp. why they want to move to WhatsApp. Maybe they have a better way of scamming on WhatsApp to like uh, get all the other stuff in that scam place to like take over or something but you're supposed to work something and then you get paid for a job but technically you're supposed to top up to get money i know it sounds confusing oh okay (laughs) Um, okay so do these people actually have to report to a day of work or something yeah yeah they have to but okay after you transfer from telegram to whatsapp you're supposed to do this uh, online job where you click around or something and your account has that yeah you have some account like you have $80 worth of job or something but you need to cash out at like $100 so before you can cash out to $100, how about you top up a $20 thing so that you can cash out that $80? Oh, okay. Yeah, something wow. like that. Wow, okay, I see. <laughs> I, I see. But okay. then when you top up, of course, everything is a scam and you can't take the things out. Right, yeah. right. When I heard Telegram job scams, I imagined in my head like, Oh, oh, they are actually going to some like warehouse to do stuff. <laughs> I and then, wish. And then like how how are these businesses getting away with it? Okay, but now that you mentioned it's online, <laughs> it, yeah. it's all online. If it was physical, you would get paid for real, I guess, and MOM would make the company pay them for the work done. <laughs> mm, right, right. So what we are seeing here is um seems like uh, the virtual sp- space creates a, an opportunity for you to be exploited. Yes. Yeah. So it's just really having the knowledge to know is this really real? Is this profit? Or is this just a scam? Just a scam. Yeah. So um, how do we deal with this? Talk to your friends, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it really goes down to it talk to your friends is this really real Mm -hmm. um is this too good to be true usually it is 
yeah, um, probably, I think, you know, people just want to uh, earn money and yeah, maybe the, you know, the safer ways, the traditional ways of just like working part-time would yeah. be better, more reliable, some benefits, I don't know. Mm-hmm. More like uh, people who take up these online jobs are sort of desperate, like they might be in desperate situations mm-hmm. and they might want some fast money, but yeah. they don't really know how. And hey, this Telegram job just came up and oh, wow, I can make all this money by just being at home while I am trying to settle stuff. Like maybe they are babysitting, maybe they are ill or something. Mm-hmm. And then... Wow, it's an opportunity, but they don't really get to talk to their friends about it also. Yeah, I suppose also because, uh, you know, we're living in 2022, it always seems like there's some sort of like magic money-making opportunity popping up on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> and now and then, right? It's something yes. that we don't understand. One day it's crypto or something like that. Yes, you know? one day it's crypto and, and one day NFTs. it's not. Yeah, NFTs. Yeah, so um, I think everyone wants to be the, the one that discovered something and yeah yeah yeah. no one's gonna be the first you might think you're gonna be the first but no (laughs) yeah but uh i think what you mentioned about um you know people being desperate uh, yeah Yeah. it it, it is a situation people just really need the cash sometimes like uh, yeah yeah, instantly and even if you work a part-time job you get uh, paid in a month two weeks yeah it's not it's not it's not instant yeah, so may- maybe ask your friends and family in real life. Yes, in yeah, real don't, life. Don't, don't message them on uh, Facebook <laughs> Messenger. Yes, yes, tell them, please, could you help me in real life? <laughs> in real life. Uh, just pay on me, scan this QR code. <laughs> what is that? That's like 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 getting an ang pao or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think, uh, you know, of course, um, certain apps, uh, I think OCBC, UOB, uh, you can... You can create a QR code for people to scan. So yeah. scan, sc- scan, scan, <laughs> scan. Yeah. So so once they scan, the the, the amount is immediately correct. Um, ah yes. Yeah. But I wanted to say, um, I I think uh, OCBC wanted to boost their cybersecurity after the whole incident, right? Yeah. And because of that, um, I th- I think there were some sort of permissions that the the iBanking app wanted to deny from the phone. So in case the, the mm-hmm. phone apps don't try to like uh, lock personal information, right? Yep. So the, the Android version of the OCBC uh, app just doesn't work anymore. Wow. Okay. <laughs> That's just, useless. They just shut out an entire, <laughs> shut out an entire group of important clients <laughs> all. Wow. The, the point of the app is so that you can use it on your phone and then yes. you can't use it on your phone. So what, are they going to give free iPhones to all their clients? <laughs> Yeah, I I guess uh, you know um, cybersecurity on the uh, on the companies and uh, it's up to them to figure out. But uh, for us, it's all about being alert and yes, uh, for us we have to be alert. Talk to people, talk to people around you. Yes, don't be scammed. Do you think it's real? If you think it's real, still just talk to your friends. They might think it's different. Right, okay, so that's the end of today's episode. Uh, thank you all for listening to Season 2 of this podcast. <laughs> right, um, so today we had Sarah with us and we talked about scams. Yes. So, uh, we told you not to be scammed. Don't, Don't be, be scammed! scammed. <laughs> right, um, so we talked about a, a 
few of the scams that have been coming up around the last couple of years. Yes, so follow Sarah at Sarah Coldheart. Yeah, Sarah Coldheart on Twitter. Or you can go to my YouTube at Seriously Sarah SG. Or if you are going onto the mainstream on TV, you'll catch my works on Surya. Yes, the uh, the Malay channel. Mm. And in real life, well, maybe you'll see me at those cosplay conventions coming up in the future. Yeah, I mean, I'm hoping... Is there one coming out in December? Yes, there is. Uh, Is September, December-ish, that's the time when cosplay is coming back and all the cosplayers who have not been cosplaying for two years will still do their costumes just one week before the event (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh Um, yeah life of cosplayer and uh, managers so so rough (laughs) any outfits that you have planned no but when I say I have no costumes planned we'll see what happens near the end of the year where suddenly maybe I'll feel like a certain anime character that I want to cosplay and then boom I have to suddenly search all the material and start making it <laughs> in, in one week in one week yeah. uh, right uh, we're gonna see a lot of like spy families uh, this oh, year oh definitely spy family uh, that chick chicky bang bang <laughs> uh, that that um that guy and then I can't remember what other cosplays oh tons of Genshin of course oh uh, yeah yeah I don't play a game but uh, yeah it's that's a lot of like uh, cosplay for the yeah okay so anyway follow our podcast at bthpodsg on Instagram uh, at bthpodcastsg on Twitter when I tweet once a month or something like that yeah um, yeah look for the dark blue logo links are all in the show notes and so yes the uh, yeah, if you have a friend or any or anyone you know who recently almost got scammed, you might want to send them this episode. Yeah. <laughs> don't be scammed, people. Don't be scammed. scammed. Okay, thanks, Sarah. Bye. Bye. Will, will you give me money? I'm here in real life with you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you should give start giving ampouts to all the get all the guests, right? It's like may, maybe when I, I can start making money off this podcast or something. Mm-hmm.